how y'all doing? Welcome to this week's episode of the Stirred Up Podcast, where we're going to have sports talk with OJ and Eric Dropper by in a little later, talking about this week's draft and how the COVID-19 is affecting that draft. Then we're going to have a new segment called Pick Up the Spoon, where we stir it up on this podcast and give our certain opinions on sports events, news, and other things that are going on. So sit back, relax, enjoy this week's episode of Stir It Up, coming to you from the pit. Welcome to the Stirred Up Podcast, where this week we have just OJ from, where are you living in Florida now? I forgot the city's name. Gibson Center. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. Anyway, (laughs) we're here to talk about the draft coming up this weekend and also touch on a few other things that we can talk about as it relates to sports since nothing's really going on right now. So, who has the number one pick this year in the draft? Number one pick, I believe, the Cincinnati Bengals. And what is the analysis? Who are they thinking about taking? Who Who's on the board? Everybody is talking about them taking Joe Burrow. He's the consensus number one pick. Looks like Eric finally joined us. Eric, uh, can you hear me? If not, then do your internet audio. Sorry to interrupt, OJ. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, Joe Burrow from LSU is the consensus number one pick. But after that, it's like bet all bets are off because the because the Redskins are picking number two, and they're not sure with uh, Haskins is that if that's the quarterback for the future. Of course, you know the coach didn't draft him. So, you know, it's always a possibility of them taking a quarterback. And there, a lot of people are linking to it to uh, the Redskins, along with Chase Young, the, the best defensive player in the draft. And um, I forgot who the other person that they're linking to the Redskins. So the Redskins, it depends on whoever they take, you know, how the draft is going to go. What's up, Eric? Late as usual. <laughs> we talking about the and draft my, 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 my mom's in a conference call Like right next door So I can't oh, okay. Come okay. Come on the draft Yeah we talking about the draft um, You a New Orleans Saints fan So who you think they going what, what number pick the Saints got OJ do you know Oh uh, the Saints I think they're Like 22nd I, I believe 22nd 23rd Okay who, who do you, I mean, we know where they need help at, but who do you think they're looking at right now? Me, I have no idea, because the best people are going, I mean, who could be at 22? I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's people that's been Super Bowl champions that were taken in the third and fourth round. I mean, your boy Tom Brady is a prime example of that. <laughs> yeah. 
if they do anything, I guess they they'll go quarterback, but they'll go quarterback or offensive line. In the second round, I would say, yeah, offensive line probably in the first round and second round, day two quarterback. I mean, it's a lot. I mean, the quarterback draft is really deep, this year. so you can't go wrong with with uh, quarterback. A lot of people are saying Jalen Hurts is going to go in the second round, but I can see him being like a. Lamar Jackson, somebody trading back up into the first of grabbing. I'm almost afraid to ask this question, but what are the Bears thinking about? Uh, I don't know because I would think Justin Herbert. Maybe we're seeing Foles as the quarterback, so I would say they need better receivers. Um, my defense is getting older, so maybe they take a defense. I mean, you can never have too many defense linemen. So. Who's their running back these days? Uh, Cohen, I think. Number two, that little street corner. Yeah. So what? So where do we think um, the LSU quarterback is going to go? That's Joe Burrow. He's PC. Oh, Cincinnati, of course. Number yeah. one, Cincinnati. Yeah, he's projected to go number one. I'm I'm about to lose a lot of fans on this one, but I I don't think he's number one overall pick material. Yeah, he won the Heisman, but we know how that's played out in the past. Numbers don't lie; they don't. But based on the way that he played his last few games. I don't think he's ready for the NFL. I don't think so he's ready for number one. I, you? I don't. I don't think. I don't think he's number one. Or let me rephrase. I don't think he's NFL game <laughs> ready. He's not ready. He's. He, wow. They should put. They should put him on the bench for a couple of years, like they did McNair. Let him learn for from somebody who has experience. But I, I don't think he's NFL ready. Andy Dalton. Come on, man. Nah, I didn't say Andy Dalton was either. But I know. <laughs> I know he's not. Based on some of the, the the questionable decisions that he made down the stretch under pressure, I don't think he's I don't think he's NFL ready. What do you think, OJ? Well, you know, speaking of Andy Dalton, they, he hasn't been traded yet, so they can they got a, a veteran quarterback on their staff. So maybe and, uh, and and to be fair, he has more experience than um, Burrow does in the NFL. That's true. That's true. So I, I still the reason why they're picking Joe Burrow because he's an Ohio kid, you know, uh, hometown team, so to speak. So if since if he doesn't go number one, I think the draft's gonna be really in flux because that means that any all bets are off, you know. I want you to go back to my <laughs> comment on what I said. Agree, disagree, somewhat. What's up? Um, he he showed that he can make all his throws. I mean, that you want him to do in pressure situations. So, um, but he also made some crucial mistakes that could have cost them in pressure situations. And I'm not saying that he's not a good quarterback. I'm just saying that 
he was playing against college kids. He's about to be playing in the big leagues now, playing against vets who've been in the game for a long time. That's not going to subject himself to let him, you know, run the game like he did in college. I mean, he was a senior. He'd been there for three years. Of course, he was experienced on how to play against that level of competition. But this is about to be the big dog. This is about the big stage. I mean, this is about getting it done or sitting down. That, you know, you perform hey, or you get fish. You know how that goes. An interview and he talked to Peyton. So this year he might suck, but next year, you know, like Peyton said, we went three and thirteen my my rookie year, but the next year we went three. Th- I mean, thirteen and three. You know, it's all mm-hmm. about soaking it, soaking up the knowledge. <clears throat> oh, they just got disconnected. He'll be back. But Hello? yeah, I'm, I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback. I just don't think that he's ready this year. I think he needs to be groomed. And Andy Dalton's not the greatest, but like I mentioned a few minutes before, he has more experience than Burrow does. And maybe Burrow could learn from him. Maybe they could learn from each other. Um, you know, exchange notes and in, in, in different things that they do to make themselves better. So. Yeah, that is true. I mean, of course, he's going to go So, yeah, I, I think they could learn from each other, but I just don't think that they should throw him to the wolves, per se. Yeah. But you know, being, the, being, being the number one overall what if Andy pick gets is, hurt? is, is what if a big Andy responsibility. Gets hurt? Then you have no choice. Yeah. I'm not saying, but I'm still saying that I don't think he should be starting this year. Hey, you see what they did to Peyton? And, and you know, that was the, the worst and the best thing that ever happened to him. But like you say, he learned how to play. He took his lumps. He learned how to play on that level, and then next year, but correct me if I'm wrong, though. Didn't he have Captain come back to learn from though? Yeah, because Jim Morrow was still the coach. Yeah, so I, I think that's right. That yeah, so Harbaugh was still there, and that's not nobody. I mean, that's not a bad teacher per se. Yeah. I mean, he's not a great coach, but he was definitely a great player. <laughs> We'll leave that discussion for another day. Anyways, Eric, before you actually, not even before you came on, before me and OJ came on, we were talking about the uh, Gronkowski transaction. What is your thoughts on that? Because based on what happened is, the bottom line is Gronkowski did not want to play. I said he didn't want to play for Belichick, but OJ basically said he didn't want to play for another quarterback besides Brady. And they said that if he came back last year that they was going to trade him. That's why he retired. What do you think that does for Tampa Bay, and is it going to give them a better chance in the South? Well, then, too, if you get Gronkowski, I mean, of course, what you going to get? The one with the bad back, or are you going to get the one that is the dominant tight end? You know, that's the question that I got. And, and the other thing is, OJ, do y'all have anybody else on the outside that's going to take the pressure off him? Because if that's his only weapon, then how's that going to help? How's that going to help Brady? It's not. And both. They're gonna be double teaming all the time. And we got Mike Evans, both over 1,100 yards receiving yesterday last year. Plus, you got OJ Howard still on a contract, and you got Cameron Bray. That's true. I forgot about that. Now, what about that offensive line? But yeah, they're gonna be Bray, able to protect Brady. Gonna trust that. That's what I'm saying. Well. I- this would be one of the few times I'll give Brady some credit because <clears throat> I don't I'm not a Brady fan 
I'm a fan yeah. of his accomplishments, but hey, you know, got to give the devil his due, as they say. But oh, Brady over, but Brady over the years has made any receiver that has played with him better. I'll give him that. He doesn't care what you did before you got there. When he throws you the ball, you better catch it. And he always he gets the ball there. Brady gets the ball there. All you got to do is do your job as a receiver and catch it. And most receivers that play for him do this that very thing. So I don't see. I don't see Moss out of retirement last year. I don't. <laughs> I don't say. I don't. I don't think that there's any receiver that played with Brady that didn't get a, a, a max contract somewhere else the next year if the Patriots let him go. But the the whole reason why he came to Tampa Bay, he said, it was for the weapons that that, that that we do have. We just didn't have the the right quarterback. But uh, and, and Moss's time has passed. That was twenty two years ago. <laughs> you know, so I mean, well, and with the and with these restrictions, are you going to be able to get with your receivers and work? You know, yeah, well, that's. Still a question. I mean, we'll get to that in a, a little later. But I mean, it, let's just say the season's in full swing. Yeah. I think that Brady will make Tampa Bay a better team. I don't know about yeah. Super Bowl because that's what people are hollering about since Gronk is there now. But I definitely think they can win the South, especially with Cam. Oh, especially yeah, with Cam Newton. Especially with Cam Newton being gone out of Carolina. Speaking of Newton, did he get picked up anywhere yet? No. That's definitely a move Chicago should make. I don't care about Nick Foles. He's a decent quarterback, but Cam Newton is better. I'm taking Cam Newton over Nick Foles any day of the week. Hey, uh, hold on one minute. And he's good for that system. Well, you decided not to use Anchor no more? All right, so um, Chase Young, he's going number two, OJ, Ohio State. Who do you think is going to pick him up? Uh, should the Redskins, if they believe in Haskins, I don't think I don't think they believe in Haskins, but you do owe the man uh, another shot. I mean, he, he got drafted as a rookie. He sat most of the uh, most of the year last year. You got over. I mean, he's having trouble picking up the offense. So that's why they got Kyle Allen. And of course, Daniel Snyder loves him. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I, I say the Redskins take Chase Young and then get a quarterback next year if the if Kyle Allen or um, Haskins doesn't pan out, you can always get another quarterback. Well, I mean, they can always pick one up in the second round, too, so. Yeah. I mean, just because you don't get a quarterback in the first round doesn't mean he's not going to be good. That's true. But I'm just saying, Chase Young is a generational talent. So I would take him. Ain't, ain't, ain't too many Chase Youngs coming around in the draft. So that's my thought. Anyway, but I'm at uh, Mark Rivera. You know, he's the uh, GM and the head coach. So we'll see. Well... 
to be fair, there ain't too many Deshaun Watsons in the league either. And the Bears passed on him a couple years ago. So we <clears throat> we ain't gonna go down that road again. But uh <laughs> anyway, um Why don't you tell me what the buzz around the league is? Because I haven't watched much sports lately because there ain't no sports, but I've watched no much no sports talk shows, if there is any, going on. But what is the general census of the league thinking about the season? Uh, I know we're, we'll find out next Friday on April 1st if or May 1st if the lockdown, shutdown, shutout, stay-at-home deal is going to be lifted. But what is the league thinking? Are we going to start on time, or what, what are they? Gonna, what are they prepared to do? They're proceeding as if the the corona didn't happen. So, uh, outside of the uh, the OTAs and, and spring training, what takes place after the draft, everything else is going to be the same. I did see a little buzz last week or something about uh, possible NBA games being played and baseball games being played this summer with the players being quarantined and tested every day, but playing without no fans. How do you, either one of y'all feel about that? Uh, crazy. I mean, those sports are spectator sports. And baseball, basketball, yeah. how are you going to play without the fans? Well, your boy WWE is doing do it. it. They can do it. Yeah, it's true. They're doing it. And I'm, I'm not telling you that it's an exciting thing to watch because I tried it. No. But I mean, they, I mean, they the announcers try to hype it up a little bit, and they they add a little bit of extra drama, and the, you know, the back scenes and all that other crazy stuff. But it's just not the same. I mean, you can't do that with professional sports anyway. I mean, unless you're somebody shaving points. But I mean, well, then Tony Kornheiser said that starting. Tennis and golf are the easiest because it's individual sports and plus you could be feet apart, feet apart, you know, but basketball, baseball, you're sweating all over each other, yada, yada, yada. You know what I mean? Right. So right. That's why um, they're that's why they like I said, they're 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 talking about testing every day, quarantine them in a hotel, whatever. But they just wanna they just wanna they just wanna get normal back to normal, I guess. And then, and then the other thing is, I saw some articles. I'm pretty sure it's got rectified by now, but I saw an article that some major league cities didn't want to refund season ticket holders. Mm. Mm. I see. I mean, I, that is a pretty penny if they have to pay back yeah. all them tickets. <laughs> I mean, it's a catch twenty two. Is it the people's fault that the games are not going on? No, it's not. But is it the no. owner's fault? That it, uh, it's also not the owner's fault that this stuff's not happening. So, um, it, you know, it's really, I don't know. All right, on to the business at hand. The topic of the day OJ knows where I'm going with this. They got a series going on ESPN, Eric. I don't know if you watched it yet. It's called The Last Dance. It's a uh, documentary of the Chicago Bulls 97 98 season, and they're focusing in on, of course, <laughs> they're calling him the GOAT. Michael Jordan, the greatest of all time. And Skip Bayless tweeted out the other day saying that for all those who think, and I'm quoting, for all those who think that LeBron deserves to be in the same category with Jordan, you need to watch The Last Dance, end quote. Mm -hmm. What do you think about, have you watched the series at all? Yeah, yeah, I saw that, that um, was it the first part 
uh, I, I missed the second part with the bad boys, but um, I saw the first part where yeah, there's the gym. It, yeah, it's gonna be a ten part. It's gonna be a ten part series. 10 so part there's, series. That, there's only a first. There's only first two. So what is your thoughts on Michael versus or LeBron versus Mike? Does LeBron deserve to be in the same conversation with Michael Jordan? According to Skip Bales, he does not. According to me, he does not because it's a different era. Remember, so Mike comes in with because they got they got Scotty right. They got Horace Grant, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to y'all because that—I mean, this is—I mean, I was nine years old. So. Not in this yeah, particular Horace. documentary, but I know what you're saying. But yeah. Oh, but uh, yeah, Horace Grant wasn't part of that. So I don't—I uh, don't really know. Dance team. I mean, because I really grew up on LeBron, or Kobe, and LeBron. So, yeah. um, no, I think it's a different era. You can't compare today's NBA with that. That's just me. I don't know. What about yeah. you, OJ? Does LeBron deserve to be in the same conversation with Michael Jordan? Um, uh, error rise? No. I mean, because it, basically it's a, it's a longevity question when you're talking about the GOAT. And right now, LeBron does need to be in that conversation because he is he, he passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on the all-time scoring list. Okay, see, now that's where... I have a little bit of a conflicted opinion, I guess, because Jordan went to college and LeBron didn't. So, and a lot of these other players did. So, of course, he has three, four years up on the numbers. I don't think we should compare numbers. I think we should compare, I'm not going to say character, but uh, I don't even know what, what word to use. Um... Not character, but I guess tenacity. Not tenacity, but I guess maybe. Uh, what's that word uh, when you got the people going for you and all that? Uh, charisma, I guess. Yeah. Because I mean, LeBron's gonna pass everybody with the numbers. Mm-hmm. He's gonna pass everybody, so I don't think the numbers thing is even a fair argument he he has three four years up on people except for kobe we'll get to him in a minute but when it comes to overall i guess accomplishments jordan was undefeated in the finals he has six finals mvp mvps he has seven um regular season mvps yeah of course he's a two-time gold medalist I mean, he has he has accomplishments. He has accomplishments that LeBron's probably never even going to touch, including the six rings. Um, and there's just things that he did in games that LeBron wouldn't even think about doing. Now, OJ always says that LeBron is a different type of player, which is true. But when it comes when you, when you bottom line it, people are not going to say, "Okay, LeBron's a different kind of player. Jordan's this, and LeBron is that." They're just going to look at the end result. Which is the bottom line is Jordan won more. Jordan uh, had more intensity. Uh, he was a better defensive player, in my opinion. Um, 
LeBron's bigger and he probably hit a little faster, but I just don't think that he had the heart that Jordan did when he when he played on the court. Of course, like y'all both of y'all said, we cannot compare the era because the games and the rules have changed. But I don't think it's fair to compare numbers when you're talking about the greatest of all time, especially when he was basically barely 18 when he came into the league. Jordan was 22. Probably the same with Kareem and 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 Lou Alcindor and I mean Kareem is all Lou Alcindor, but uh you know other greats like you know Tim Duncan who went to college, Hakeem Olajuwon who went to college, you know, yep. So I don't I don't think it's fair to compare numbers, but just the end result. So if you ask me. LeBron and Michael are two different people, but I think when he when you get to the if you have to pick a goat, it would to me. And I'm not just saying this because I'm from Chicago, but it to me is Jordan, and I got to see both of them play, so I know the difference in the style of play. Well, yeah, I mean, Michael Jordan had that killer instinct, the take no prisoners attitude, whereas lebron he wants to facilitate you know he's a more of a magic johnson type player he wants to get everybody involved but even magic johnson knew when to knew when to to step on your throat and not get up until he was done yeah yeah he was a passer like lebron is but he still <laughs> he would take over the game if he had to lebron would rather not yeah i can't argue with you there because when it comes down to it, yeah, he he likes he passes the buck all the time. He, you know, he puts that pressure on somebody else. But you know, when he has to take over a game, he showed that he has that ability. So I don't know. He has the ability, but he just doesn't use it. But you know, it, that's going to be an argument until the cows come home. We're not going to dwell too much on that. So the next question was that I saw when I'm peeking at Twitter every now and again is does anybody deserve to be in the conversation with Michael Jordan? Uh, no. I would say no because I mean you can't only person that was I would I would say is uh Kobe but then like uh Shannon was saying you can't copy a man's style from the uh the, you know the the, the elbow wristband, you know, everything. His mannerisms, the way he, he walked, talked. Kobe did everything that Michael did. So, he can't be the GOAT if Michael's the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? But like some people on Instagram are saying that Michael's the GOAT, but Kobe's the GOAT of his era, which I think I can agree with. Yeah, okay. I, I, I can go with that. I mean, because Kobe had six rings too, didn't he? Or was it just five? No, he had five. Five. He got five. But, but did he make it to six finals? Oh, well. no, he made it to he made it to like nine of them, but he got beat. Them, like I said, my I think Jordan, along with Bill Russell, is probably the only players that were undefeated in the finals. But also, uh, LeBron's been to eight straight or nine straight finals. Now, he didn't win all of them, but he, he's the only player that can say that for eight straight years, I went to the finals. No matter what team I was on, that team went to the finals. I got to count for something. 
I don't want to discount that accomplishment. But how many of those finals did he win? Two. He only got three rings. Three. Yeah. It should only be two. But we're not going to talk about that today. (laughs) 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 Yeah. But I, I, I'm not saying Kobe is Jordan. But like you said, you can't copy a style and expect people to look at you the same way. But he did. If 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 there was anybody's style he should have copied, he copied the right person. Because it probably gave him his success, especially after Shaq left. Yeah. Or, or should I say after he forced him out the door. But, because he bottom line told... Uh, Whatever bus was running the Lakers at the time, I think it was Genie by at that by that time. It said, uh, it's me or Shaq. So And of course they're gonna go with the younger player. I mean would you who, I mean I know Shaq's your boy, but who would you have went with? If they came to you, if you was the owner of the Lakers at the time and Kobe came to the door and said, You know what? Me and the big man ain't getting along. It's me or him. I probably do the same thing the Lakers do because bottom line, I got to look at ticket sales. Who's going to be there the longest? You know, Shaq, he had like three or four more years after that. But, you know, that's that. Whereas Kobe had a longer career. So, yeah, I, I probably would have did the same thing. What about you, Eric? Shaq or Kobe at that time in, in, in the league? I think that was, yeah, what, 2005? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 probably Kobe. Yeah. I also think I know my I know my because, opinion on this. Yeah. Shaq said, and I quote, this is a tweet that I'm reading directly from his feed. Shaq said that the Lakers would have beat the ninety-six Bulls. How about that? I don't, I don't know. When 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 uh, Kobe and Shaq was together, it was kind of cold. Uh, you can't stop them, boy. But I don't know about that. That's a tall order. Your boy Clay Thompson said the same thing about the Golden State Warriors back in the day too, about three years ago when they broke the record. <laughs> he also he also claimed that the Golden State Warriors of that, you know, the one with. Uh, Durant on it. He said that 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 Golden State team would have beat the '96 Bulls. I don't know because the 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 '96 Bulls didn't lose. I mean, they, they broke the record and won everything. So how you how you lose uh, uh to the to the Cavaliers at that? Well, your boy Stephen A. Smith. My wife calls him the preacher because he's always getting up, making his point, and hollering and screaming. But anyways, mm-hmm. your boy Stephen A. will will have will always say that there's some underlying factors in there. Um, LeBron uh, provoked uh, Draymond Green, yada yada yada. But at the same time, he didn't give him all the technical fouls before that. So how's that LeBron's fault? And they talking about it was fixed you know you know what he says so hey. it is what it is the Cavaliers should have won two of those uh, finals you know 
they they beat them that year, and then the next year, LeBron fell apart, and that was it. You know, he was the whole team. So, yeah, and I can understand why it fell apart, but he should have been professional about it. Um, J.R. Smith did blow it. They had that game one victory in the bag, and he thought it was tied or whatever whatever the case may have been. But the Cleveland had that game one in Golden State in the finals. I remember that I was in Orlando that year. Uh, I was at a, a conference and I was watching it on in the hotel. Um, but yeah, he he should have won that. They should have won that game, but J.R. Smith blew it, and after that, it was over. So I don't think I think they could, I think Cleveland came back and won one game, but pretty much after that, they got they got no beat. Swift. So, yeah. so you know, we're talking about comparisons to teams and players and goats and all that good stuff. But I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back to another comparison because this is a big argument that people have when this person is healthy. You got the opportunity to start a team right now. The two players you have to choose from is LeBron James and Kevin Durant. Who are you taking? Because there are some that say early in Durant's career that LeBron had his number. But in the last few years, they say that that has been reversed. I'm going to go to you, OJ, because Durant's your boy. So what's up? Who who's the better player? Right now, Durant's the better player. I can I can I honestly admit that, but you know, LeBron's you know up in age now. But uh, yeah, that's all I can say. I mean, early in his career, you would take LeBron. There's no there's there's nobody that's gonna get everybody involved in the game like LeBron. I mean, Durant he can pass the ball too. But he's better as an uh, outside shooter. You know what I'm saying? What seven footer you know that can just shoot from anywhere, pretty much at will. So um, some some would say your your boy Joe and beat, but we ain't gonna go there, are we? About that? <laughs> nope. Hey, right, Joe and beat some salt, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. Look, I said some people. I didn't say me. <laughs> I'm not a Durant fan but I like to win and if I'm winning even five years ago I'm taking KD me too and uh, you know LeBron you know he's had his time in the sun I guess if you if, if for lack of a better term but I think while KD was in Golden State now granted he did have a little more help than LeBron did let's point that out but I think that one on one even down in the paint KD dominated that matchup LeBron couldn't handle him KD was taking him inside and outside I mean I, I have the same philosophy or not philosophy but I have the same thought about Durant as I do about Tom Brady I don't like neither one of them but I know both of them are talented <laughs> so I'm, I'm not gonna say they, I ain't gonna say they ain't got game cause they both do but yeah I think LeBron I think LeBron just as as he got older he realized that he should have did some things differently and he tried to 
make up for it, but it was too late in my book. Yeah, I mean, but you, I mean, once a player is used to playing a certain way, and LeBron's an all-around player, so he doesn't really think about taking the game over like that. He wants to, he wants to uh, see everybody else join him in the, you know, in, in beating a, in being a, a dominant player. Whereas, you know, Jordan, you know, give me the ball, I'm gonna take it. You know what I'm saying? It's just, just two different mentalities. But it all, all right. worked. Going away from the Jordan thing, I'm, I'm about to read you a quote from Max, from Eric's boy Max Kellerman. This fool said, My boy, and "You know I'm about to say, you know I'm about to say a ridiculous statement because whenever Max Kellerman's name come up, it is ridiculous." <laughs> but this fool said that Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the NBA right now. No. Oh, no. I, look, I, I, this is not my words. This is Max Kellerman. He said this junk on ESPN a couple of weeks ago. I remember it because I saved the tweet because I wanted to address this the next time that we record it. He did say, he said that Kawhi Leonard is the best all-around player in the NBA right now, including LeBron James. That was his quote. He's too soft, too. I mean, he, he's a crybaby, you know? He, 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 <laughs> go on. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, he's got talent, but, you know, he like to, he got to sit out a few games, rest his body or whatever. You know, no, he don't want to start all that um, that resting for the playoffs. I forgot what it's called. But yeah. Yeah, lower management, I think you called it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I believe that the NBA as a whole today is soft. I'm just going to say it. Because yeah. back in the 80s and the 90s, they played 2-3-2 two, two for the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. D- there wasn't no games in between those three games. The only game, the only days you got off was travel time. Mm-hmm. Wasn't no game three, two days off, game four, three days off, game five. No. You played those games three nights in a row. <laughs> so, oh, I mean... Game season. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, wait, y'all still had 82 games back then? Yeah. Okay. And there was more back-to-backs back then, too, because the season, including the playoffs, was usually over by Father's Day. Now they're going almost into July. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's been some rule changes, stuff like that. So, I don't know if we, you know, we touched on the CBA of the NFL already. So, any any updates with that? Did you find out any, any more information? Is it going to be 17 games this year? Is it going to start in 2021? Uh, I. The playoff is that this season? I mean, what's the deal? I mean, did you confirm anything? Yeah, I mean the the uh, the playoffs is this year. The, the longer game season is next year. Okay. And there definitely is only going to be two preseason games starting this year, though, right? Um, that one you can't confirm. I can't confirm that. I can't confirm that. I know I was part of the. Uh, the, the longer game, you know, having the taking those two preseason games and putting it on the back end of the season. That's basically what they're doing. Okay. Also, I mean, I, this is just my opinion, and 
Adrian Peterson said it, and he was arrogant when he said it, but he had a... <clears throat> he said, why well, I need to play the preseason anyway? Ain't nobody going to take my spot. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel, I mean, from a standpoint of, you know, why does the play, the you know players that already got the max contracts? Why do they need to play preseason? I can understand the OTAs and you know the maybe the two a days, but playing in a, a game speed preseason game, I think that should be for the rookies and the walk ons to see if they can solidify a spot. I don't think the people. I mean, what does Tom? What does Tom Brady and 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 uh, Peyton Manning need to play in a quarter for? That's that's true. I mean, that's usually why. Your veterans only played the last game You're just to get them ready for the opening season. I can see a drive, I guess, to make sure that everybody is staying in sync with each other. But ultimately, you're trying to get them other people a spot to see how they're going to fit into your your grand scheme of things. So, all right, on to other news. I saw today... Maybe yesterday. I can't remember. I work nights, so forgive me. But somebody won on the Olympic Committee, I think it was, was diagnosed with the coronavirus, one. And two, they still think that this epidemic, whatever you want to call it, is going to be running so strong that they're not even going to be able to have the Olympics next year is what the story was that I was reading was was said. What what are you hearing, OJ? Because, like I said, you probably watch a little bit more ESPN right now than I do. So, um, unfortunately, I don't get ESPN. I watch uh, FS1, but still, uh, I don't have much Olympic news. You know, NBC carries the Olympics, so I, uh, I would guess NBC Sports will have more information on that. Um, you know they post the whole they they postponed it because it was supposed to be in Tokyo and Tokyo had at that time was having a the uh, worst of the breakout along with, with uh, China. China, yeah, yeah. Well, China's the one who manufactured in the first place. Anyway, well, and then, and then you gotta think too. And then you gotta think. You gotta think too. Um, well, uh, over there. I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna use the proper I'm gonna use the proper terminology. Allegedly, a professor and a scientist from Harvard College was smuggling vials of viruses to and from China, and that's the, supposedly that's how this was started. Um, I mean, I know we started. We heard me and you, OJ, talked off the air about possibly it being started in Canada and Tokyo or uh, uh, China stealing it. And then some people say that the U.S. created it and deployed it over China because they wanted to slow them down because they were so far ahead of us. I mean, there's a lot of rooms flying around. Nobody knows what's true. The bottom line is they need to get it under control and put the, the tools that Obama had in place back in place so we can get this thing under control and move on with a regular life if there is such a thing. Uh, the problem is still to this day that the president hasn't okay testing I mean all he has to do is give the okay and um, you know give the federal government the okay to release I mean to do more testing with these private firms and stuff like that right now it's just regionally based I mean it's what what the states are coming out with that's what this whole process has been so 
I don't I don't see it changing anytime soon unless we get a different person. Well, I don't know if that's gonna happen either. I just saw an article this morning when I was on my last break at work that preliminary polls claim that Trump is winning 22 out of the 50 states so I mean I don't know how true that is but who knows that's propaganda all I know is that listening to uh, different radio shows and um, listen to all these uh, these uh, black and uh, brown commentators they saying you know we got we got a voice in the matter you know so let Trump talk whatever he won't talk but we're gonna see on November so that just means that people are just gonna come out to vote regardless Corona or not because that's what they try to suppress the vote anyway so all you gotta do is get more than another guy and that that should prevail because Hillary Clinton had won the popular vote but she lost the uh, electoral college so that's why we- yeah because unfortunately there were people who claimed they were going to vote for Hillary, but you know, Trump, one of the talent, one of his his talents is he's a smooth talker. And he can, he can, he can convince you of anything. But the bottom line is, we all know that it was a facade, a, a show, something to get the votes because most of what he said hasn't even happened. He ain't did nothing he said he was going to do. But this is a sports this is a sports show, not a politics show. So <laughs> other stuff that I saw, of course, the French Open got canceled. The of course we're not having no Stanley Cup right now. They uh, that's another one I saw that possibly they were gonna have a round robin some round robin games for the you know, for the for the Stanley Cup in the same city. And they were talking about some some real outlandish places too, like um, what was one of the, the st- they were talking about doing it in Connecticut in a city I ain't never heard of. So I mean, they were just really trying to seclude the players away from people and have these games so they could have something to you know play for. But I mean, I don't know if that's even gonna happen either. Well, uh, Connecticut. Along with New Jersey and New York, you know, that's where 20,000 of the 40,000 deaths so far has come from. So I don't know about Connecticut, you know. Yeah, I I, I wasn't. Yeah, I, I could be wrong, too. But all I know is the place that they were picking was very rural. It was it was very it was in no man's land. Yeah. It was some Minnesota. But anyway, I mean, you know. I'm sure they got we ain't as rural. We ain't as rural yeah. as people think we are. I mean, there's I mean, they've turned a lot of the no man's land cities up here into popular metropolitan areas. So yeah, that's what they're doing down here. But um, the thing about it, about them um, doing it down here, I mean, they they got they got all the houses and stuff built up, but they haven't done the infrastructure. They ain't built a road. So that now you got delays you know got too many people on these two lane roads you gotta widen the road yep yep i live about an hour and a half outside of the twin cities and i like it because there ain't no rush hour hardly any traffic 
there's people up here don't get me wrong it's busy at times but you're not never going to get into that bumper to bumpers uh at a standstill traffic at 4 30 in the afternoon that you would down in uh, minneapolis new york chicago or LA, la at that time i think tampa even has sometimes oh. where it's 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 stop and go so oh yeah traffic down here is horrible man <laughs> right around five o'clock i mean right now it's because of the corona you know you can get to where you're going but before then man yeah, yeah was- i know especially down there on del Mabry, man that 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 area was always clogged up yeah I mean, it might have something to do with the fact that there was a popular beach over there, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's, you know, everything's up with them. I mean, you got the stadium, and then you got uh, the Yankees practice facility. You got uh, on your way to the uh, hotels and airport. I mean, everything's up with them, maybe. So, yeah, a lot of uh, traffic. All right, so we don't leave any sport out. We talked about football, basketball, a little baseball. I even touched on tennis with the French Open. What about the college ranks? So who's due to be number ranked number one at the beginning of next season next year? Is LSU going to stay up the top, or are they losing too many people? But that's what I want to, I want to talk. Everybody's talking about the NFL, but nobody's really saying anything about college football. I mean, as far as the uh, – yes, uh, NCAA is concerned, you know, all college sports is canceled right now. So, until further notice, <laughs> we'll see. I wonder, I mean, I bet I, they probably not because we're, we're not even allowed to be in more than, you know, all these public places. But I was about to ask, I wonder if, if um, rec- recruiters are even going out seeing people, you know. So, I'm, I'm assuming not. Nope. Uh, the bottom line, if you're not doing online classes, you ain't going to class. Exactly. They got online school. That was a good invention, and I'm glad they invented it before it for now. You know, so they could perfect it. You know, because I mean, down here they've they've had virtual high school for a while, but now you have to use it. You know, because of the situation. Yep. So, I don't know. Maybe y'all got anything else? Otherwise, we're going to come back next Monday or Tuesday with OJ's summary of the draft. Because speaking of the draft, now that we got back around to it, have they said what they're going to do? Are they going to be using a, a video conferencing application? Or are they actually putting camera crews in the top 10 or 15 draft picks houses to get their responses and you know stuff like that? What are they doing? All of the above. <laughs> It's gonna be a virtual draft. I mean, they got third. They said they got thirty of the uh, top prospects with cameras in their houses, so that you'll be able to see their reactions when they get picked. They're doing backstories because you know um, there's gonna be lag time because it's you know virtual, so. To cut down on the lag time, they're going to show you each of these players' backstory, you know, as they get picked. So it's going to be interesting. Oh, also, ABC, mm-hmm. ABC, is and ESPN is doing the draft. A, I guess they were too, obviously. Yeah. So you said what, Eric? NFL Network. Yep. Well. I'm not surprised ABC and ESPN are because, I mean, they're under the same umbrella. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
I don't know who's at the top, but I know that ESPN, ABC, Hulu, Disney, and everything but Fox Sports and Fox 21 is all under the same umbrella. And they talk, they talk about they don't want to monopolize stuff. What they think that is? Just because they got different names, that don't mean nothing? <laughs> yeah, that's because Disney owns everything, man. Exactly. And <laughs> with, with with them owning part of Fox, that means they own FX, AMC, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> so. Yeah. And, and NFL Network is the, little, is the little boy in that game, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way I'm gonna watch it because I do got NFL Network. I don't have uh, ESPN. I so. Oh really? No. Nah, we got Directv. You got Directv. I have. Uh, I'm using Sling, right? I'm using Sling. Oh. Uh. Yeah. So, I mean, I could get ESPN, but it's like, why? When you why pay double for the same channels? You know what I'm saying? Right. I hate that way that Sling does that. What I should have did when I picked up Disney Plus for a year is I should have just went ahead and got the the triple play where you get ESPN, Hulu, and Disney Plus for only $12 a month. That's what I should have did. Yeah. I probably should have did that too. But, you know, um, why I didn't, why my wife didn't do it because, you know, she don't want to play Hulu. She she uh plays uh, a little extra to, to get no commercials, and if you did the uh, the triple play like you were talking about, you had to watch the commercials, and so that was a no go. I'm gonna keep this PG, but them commercials is only like 45 seconds long anyway. Yeah, come on now, <laughs> <laughs> you got to be joking me. You got uh, yeah. Even on YouTube, even on YouTube. Say that because she paid the bill, so. Hey, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> 45 seconds. Hey, look, I like them, them little snippets sometimes because that gives me a chance to go grab something to drink or whatever and don't have to worry about pausing it or whatever. But, you know, everybody's got their personal preference. So. Yeah. So, all right. I guess we'll be back next week on the Stirred Up yeah. Podcast with OJ and Eric. <sighs> Wrapping up the draft and whatever other back news comes up. Remember, you can catch us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. this week's show i'm gonna thank eric and oj for stopping by for sports talk we talked about the draft and what the covid 19 is having an effect on and having remote video and stuff like that we also gave our opinions on certain things and look 
Our email address is stirituppatiCloud.com. That's S-T-U-R-I-T-U-P at iCloud.com. You can send us an iMessage or an email. Request to be on the show. Email us if we made a mistake because, you know, we don't know everything. Sometimes we don't do our research and we just do it on the fly. Coming up next on the Stir It Up podcast, we're going to have a parenting podcast. We're going to talk to blind people who parent. We're going to talk to sighted people who parent. We're going to talk to different cultures, a variety of things, and, you know, see how things have changed over the years. You know, I'm a 70s kid, and it's the year 2020, so I'm sure there's some things and different opinions that are out there for over the last, what is that, 46, 47 years. So, and, you know, like I said, we, we want guests on the show. We want your feedback. We want to talk to you. We want you to be involved on Stir It Up. So, again, Stir It Up is spelled with a U. That's S-T-U-R-I-T-U-P at iCloud.com. So, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Coming to you straight from the pit. <laughs> <laughs> 